Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 240. Lindsay here with Josh and Tony this week. Yay. More than just me and Tony. <laughs> Yay, I'm here. Yay. Threesome. Oh. <laughs> Not like that. You're, okay. the, you're the only one excited about that. <laughs> Well, well, I was a little more excited about that until I started thinking. I was just saying there's three of us here. <laughs> yeah. Get your minds out of the gutter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's just, you're just so excited because we talked about your favorite subject this week in length. What was is, that? Of course, the Power Rangers. I know. Really, this this intro for this episode is going to be short and sweet unless I bring up all the other facts of Power Rangers that I did not have time for <laughs> on this episode because we really talked about that. A lot. Reviewed WWE number one. Uh, along with Power Rangers, we talked about Power Rangers number 11. Correct. Uh, we also talked about um, Cable, like in the upcoming Deadpool 2, who should play him, who might play him. Yep, and I reviewed the uh, comic book Curse Words. Josh just learned about a couple things that have been on the internet all last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So That I learned about in another timeline. Yes, so what timeline are we in? You're going to have to wait to the end of the podcast to find out because we may or may not have actually finished this podcast. If if you're hearing an ending to this podcast, then we're in that timeline. And we fixed it. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, Tony's computer restarted. (laughs) Which one is it? I don't know. (laughs) But sit back and relax, grab a drink, and listen to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 240. Who needs potato salad? I thought it would be cool to talk about. Have you guys ever heard of the Nelson Mandela effect? Yes, but remind listeners that may not remember what that means. <laughs> Are we already rolling? That's that's Tony's code code word for. Uh, no, I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, I do, but I just honestly can't. Uh, I don't know what it is. That's the one. I know who that's Nelson where, Mandela is. That's the one where people forget think that they've heard it and that it's fact because many people it's so it's yeah you're a long lens fuck you i knew what i was talking about calm Calm down (laughs) not like the streisand effect which you know what that is about no No. it's funny listening to all these like different effects named after people that we kind of know and how it's a real like psychological thing streisand effect was she uh, it's it's a term of whenever someone says they don't want that on the internet or post it or whatever that it makes more people want to do that thing. Uh, Started in like 2000, 2001 when she didn't want pictures of her Malibu home posted on the internet. So that sent many people with, with helicopters and everything to get taking pictures, pictures around because she said she didn't want that. Humans and then are terrible. <laughs> so like when uh, Beyonce, the one horrid picture from that Super Bowl commercial of her mm. looking like the Hulk. like Yeah. Like, she was like, take them all down. Well, the moment you say that, it makes people that didn't give two shits before want to keep right. reposting that stuff. My favorite ones are the ones where they turned her green and she was She-Hulk. <laughs> Do it. All right, so what... Do- so, 
Uh, all right. Just, you lost it. Are we already rolling? Yes. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> just making sure that Tony pulled the trigger. Does it matter? Yeah, you could just talk. All right. To so, so uh, again, just just to preempt this, it's not comic book stuff, but it's real life sci-fi stuff. So I figured this would be interesting. We're nerds. We like nerds. Tony loves science. So there's this really interesting effect. First of all, let's start with this. You know that children's book, uh, the line of children's book with the family of bears? Yeah, Berenstein Bears. Yeah. yeah. How, do you, uh, how do you spell that name? Well, first off, though, like before we get into this, you've heard of the Berenstein Bears parallel, right? Or am I, am I, I think I, I think you're on this. Well, yeah, because I was gonna say like, like I how do you, I'm living how, in in 2017. Yeah. That was way 2016, dude. What? That whole thing? That was blown up on the internet. This actually is from 2016. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about it then, so we're going to talk about it now because I have no idea what you're talking about because apparently I I don't spend enough time on the internet. Me and a bunch of people have not heard of this, so maybe our listeners You're just as nerdy, too. Yeah. And he scours the internet daily for shit. I don't know how the train of, like, he's got, like, a stream of consciousness web surfing habit. <laughs> so I don't know how you haven't come right, up on this I will, I will allow you to explain. Berenstein. Yeah, how do you... How B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. Do you yeah, yeah, it's not. It's no. Berenstain. Oh. It's Berenstain, which is interesting A-I-N? because... A-I-N. Yeah. And every, but everybody could swear it's it was Berenstain. Well, because and, nobody and, wants to say Berenstain because that sounds terrible. <laughs> It sounds like a bear it's, and a stain. It's because well, th- there's there's people who swear that it was absolutely true, like that when they were kids it was spelled that way, but it never was. There's also a common thing, which is where this gets its namesake, where a ton of people out there, ton of people could have sworn Nelson Mandela died in 1980 when he was in prison, but he didn't. No. He died in 2013. Well, yeah. And it makes people wonder, because there's a bunch of these things out there, stuff about uh, Billy Graham dying years ago, and and, stuff, and um, this painting of Henry VIII holding a chicken, a turkey leg that does not exist. <laughs> there's all these things out there. Weird. There's all these things out there that um, people could swear, like McDonald's being spelled M-A-C instead of M-C, oh. but it never was. Uh, Sounds like mass stupidity. But it, it's it's. It, but you're the you're the one who thought it was Berenstein Bears. Well, though. yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know. But this is the, what what this leads to though is the question: What if somebody's changing our timeline? Oh no, no that is the only yeah. explanation. It's like, the only explanation. Like, well, Tony loves the idea of time travel. Oh yeah, yeah. these are the so. only proofs of it. I mean, the reason why I say like like I'm kind of in in shock that you've only now just heard about yeah. that is that was way early 2016, right towards the end of 2016. There was the whole which was just last sin- month. Yeah, yeah. I probably did ago. learn about this in the other timeline. And but then, we just we just yeah. went we just yeah. in my defense. <laughs> you guys, haven't, well played, you guys haven't heard about Sinbad, the the co- comedian Sinbad? Yeah. No. And he played that genie in that movie uh, Shazam. No, he wasn't in Shazam. No, he, that was Shaq. That was Shaq. Yeah, but but that also. Um, <laughs> 
Oh, it was he was in Shazam. First Kid. <laughs> no, it was not Shazam. It was yeah, Shazam was that where they thought it was Sinbad. Everybody thought it was Sinbad. No, no, no. They think that he was like a genie, which even the the Shack movie. I don't think that's called Shazam. Um, yes, it is. Kazam. Kazam? Yeah, because oh. it's called Kazam. So oh. therefore, you're even we're even make, more make, wrong making that even yeah. more. Yeah. So that Shazam is not even Kazam. So that's not even the same movie that people are dissociating right. with. I feel like I feel like Sinbad played the genie from Aladdin in like some version of Aladdin, like a live action version of Aladdin. And that's something. the problem. Yeah, he's never played a, a genie, genie in his life. <laughs> yeah, and that has come up uh, a couple weeks ago where people were saying that. No, he, he was in a genie movie. And I even yeah. was like, you know what? When I first learned about the, the Berenstein Bears, I was like, yeah. damn, that's some fucked up shit. And then this was kind of like, damn, this is some fucked up shit. Like, yeah. I, and everyone was like, no, I swear. And I even, I took like an extra 20 minutes out of my day <laughs> to start Googling every yeah. single keyword. <laughs> like, is this somehow deleted? Because I know, I swear, I've seen him in a genie suit. I feel There's like a picture. I just because, Googled it, and yeah. there is a picture of him in like a vest and a red turban. So maybe he dressed like a genie for Halloween oh or God, something. Lynn, you are falling for <laughs> Photoshop 101. Is that what that is? So, yes, because those were then handed. The other people were saying, "No, I seen it with yeah. a DVD or VHS case, even ah. of some other genie movie with then his head shaped in, or yeah. put on it." And so, so when this came up uh, with some people I was talking to today about it, I was like, well, at least whoever's affecting our timeline is working in our favor because they obviously saved Nelson Mandela's life. They realized he was going to be important. Oh, yeah. And then and then they go, they brought up the fact, like, yeah, they were like, let's save Nelson Mandela and let's change the Berenstein Bears. Let's make, them, let's make them Jew. Let's make them not Jewish anymore. Yeah. And let's get Sinbad <laughs> out of that genie movie. <laughs> Some things are easier than others. Yeah, let's okay. change the name of McDonald's. <laughs> let's get rid of that Henry VIII painting. You know what you need to do, though, is tomorrow when you talk to your, your buddies and bring up the... Do you remember that, that movie Sinbad was a genie? Yeah, right. Shazam? And they'll be like this, whatever, Shaq one. Be like, no, that was Kazam. Yeah. Two different movies. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. And then be like, ha-ha. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. You've been... Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nelson Mandela now has a legacy befitting him. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> we are a comic book podcast, so maybe we should move on from your weird science. Weird science. Weird science. We have um, to talk about that movie all day. I know I have I actually have some books I want to talk about this week, and I know Tony does too. Did you want to? No, I'm just going back to this though. Why did they not change these shitty X Men movies? <laughs> I mean, they left us with those. Oh they, yeah, they changed everything yeah. else. Good. There's a lot of things in current culture that they could have changed and didn't. So. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Yeah, they could have done that are currently occurring in our cultural society that would have been beneficial to change and they didn't so, yeah you know i mean i'm sure they have a reason yeah i'm sure they have a reason okay comic books guys <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about power rangers first tony i want you to talk about power rangers first I don't know. but i 
have so many other books to talk about. Okay, so I read, because Tony forced me to, he actually held a gun to my head and said if I didn't read this comic book, he would kill me. Just so you guys know what kind of stress I work under. Um, <laughs> well, in that other timeline, you were like begging to read it, so I was just <laughs> going with that. <laughs> um, Power Rangers 11 came out this week in stores. We talked about it a little bit last week because... We're special, and we get some books in preview, and this is one of them. But we didn't want to spoil anything too much ahead of time, because there's a reveal in this book of a new Power Ranger. I'm using air quotes. Air quotes, new Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. Although, he's not really a new Power Ranger. Well, we can spoil it if he's you He's like an alternate in. timeline Power Ranger, really. Alternate timeline Tommy. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's going to be yes. his new name for now on. So the, the Tommy that exists in whatever timeline regular Power Rangers exist in, and who's it, Billy, mm-hmm. are stuck in an alternate dimension, maybe? Or the future. We don't know. They haven't decided yet. And, and that is the one thing I did like throughout this this book, um, or this issue of this uh, series, was they made that joke a couple times of not knowing, mm-hmm. is this future, is this alternate, is this past, because they have no reference right now. Right. They don't even know how they got there. Right. I can tell you how they got there in a sec. I'll fill you in. I just kind of want to see what... What your thought of is on this single issue, if you have any clue what the fuck's going no, on. No, I don't. <laughs> I know they're in an alternate timeline, dimension, something. It's just the two of them, although I can't tell at the end if the other Power Rangers are in the same area as them or if they're just in wreckage of a fight, because I don't know what happened in the previous issue. Yeah. When they're trying to figure out where the dragon whatever black dragon is out it is mm-hmm. came from and they discover that it's made with the same processor as the regular dragon yeah one. so that's what i got from that well did you like it it was good okay it's power rangery so to go with power rangery <laughs> stuff this whole series has been set up to be more uh real more in the now and to be taken a lot more serious. I mean, with comic books, you know, you have the jokes and the one-offs and you can laugh at things, but even in the show, it used to kind of have some slapstick type, you know, comedic effect, which is why at the end of these books, they have the Vulcan Skull kind of silly kind of continuation story too of what they've been up to antics. That's a different kind of alternate timeline and it's drawn differently as well. That's also part of the series that I find uh, refreshing is they still kind of kept Balkan Skull, but within this main story, the Balkan Skull there, they're a little more serious too. They're not the dumb numbskulls that are like uh, comedic relief. They have their own little end funny story. Well, they're, and they're kind of like, they're seriously trying to, you know, as they always have, try to help out the Power Rangers, but within the series, you have, um, it's kind of mainly being based around Tommy. At least as far as the first, uh, the book sets off when Tommy moves to Angel Grove and they, you know, fight him and he becomes a good guy. Mm-hmm. You then see through this, uh, well, it has to also bring up a lot of lore within the Money Wolf from Power Rangers, such as when the Green Ranger was made, he was made through Rita. She had the, right. the green uh, dragon coin. Yes. So... We get in this series a a very more 
calculating evil type of Rita who it's very at, more yes very more <laughs> well I stopped at saying more Finn very more Finn. Oh. <laughs> you oh. can't interrupt Tony in the middle of a sentence <laughs> me not think straight I, I, don't, I don't know how to just let very more go by <laughs> Anyways, Rita's Rita's more uh, calculating. Yes, very more, very more, <laughs> very <laughs> more. <laughs> and she is manipulating uh, other Power Rangers as well. Uh, through this series so far, they started getting their Zords uh, taken away, and this character, this this black dragon type character, has shown up. And I'm not going to give away the whole series, just mainly because it is so fucking good that people need to read it. But it's also great that in each of the, the books, they kind of will break up the, the story with doing like a day in the life of. So you kind of get to see how this person interacts or how they kind of are fitting with the crew mm. and their mm-hmm. their mindset. Okay. Those have been great kind of one-offs uh, within the, the first couple issues. We're only at issue 11 right now. So we'll go back to the main story where they kind of lose their their powers but then or their coins and then they get their powers through the Green Ranger, which if you remember a couple months ago, um, I think it was like October or maybe September when there's covers of going green, like all the Power Rangers looking green. Well, that's because in the story they were using his powers to be able to, you know, go on the morphing uh, grid. Oh, like which, they were sharing his powers? Kind of, the, yeah, so that's kind of, they were all like tinted okay. green. And, oh, wait, I so, did not remember that at all. So it wasn't just a, a, a fancy cover, it was kind of more of what's going on inside. Gotcha. And what I also love about this uh, series is that there's a lot more depth to the Zord battles. I mean, even though they're just single panels or, you know, pages, you get a better glimpse of the destruction that these things do when they're trying to battle the other right. the monsters. Because when you think about the old TV show... It was pretty much all taken from Super Sentai in Japan. So whatever was made there was already shot, and so they had to use that. Mm-hmm. In fact, when in going into the, the TV show a bit, when they started shooting episodes, they didn't even know what the episode was going to be about because all they had was the footage of the Zord battles and, and the Power Rangers within the costumes, and they had to write a, a, a scene, or not a scene, a whole episode. Around that? Based around, yeah, some pig, <laughs> well, pig It monsters. was always the same story, though. It was always well, they start because... fighting the putties, then they fight the monster, then the monster grows, and there's, then they form... There's, like, you know, they have to film those in between when they're interacting with each other. Yeah. But, yeah, but the story doesn't have anything to do with... At least, I don't re- remember, most of the time, the story didn't have to do with the monster... Well, you know no. I mean? Well, I mean, well, it always based around that, but that was the monster that they sent as the hench, the evil bad guy in whatever series it was, down to earth, and mm. it had always something to do with going on because, like I said, the storylines that they had over there with uh, their Japanese counterparts mm-hmm. were way different, and it made more sense for their culture and their where right. they live. But too bad though Americanizing it you had to have American actors then in which case you had to shoot all those scenes so shooting all those scenes to go with the action when they're fighting it sometimes made it be like what the hell are we shooting right uh, another fun fact actually when uh, Super Sentai was created back in 1975 they already had multiple years 1975 yeah 
Jesus Christ! I didn't realize they're on like they're on like forty one season forty one over there. We're here. We're on twenty five. I mean, oh, you're saying Power Rangers started over there in nineteen seventy five? Well, no, it wasn't Super Sentai, which is Super Sentai. Yeah, but that's the show. Yeah, no, no, that well, that's a show, and it is a show that the only thing that when we look at Power Rangers Mm. here. It is the giant box robots. That's the only... Yeah. And when they are full suits... And when they're full fighting. suits. So, yeah. like, they're doing their fighting stances and everything. Mm. Well, that's why it looks kind of a little more flourishing and stuff, because that's kind of Japanese culture to be doing, like, the, hey, yeah. see, see, yeah. Hi-ya, type thing. American actors just do the voiceovers. Yeah, yeah. of those scenes. Yeah. And that's why they would have a lot of times... The only times that they were really in their suits was in the command center, because... They then bought suits for them to wear, but why have their helmets on when they can clearly show that they are right. rangers there? So that's the only times you'd really see them in their suits without their helmets. So you the can show kind of is pretend. overly complicated. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, the production of it, yeah. yeah. Well, you also got to know the show though, itself is really simple. <laughs> well, the uh, uh, Sabin, the uh, owner of right. the, the show, he was trying to like find find some place to to take the show. He saw it at least the Super Sentai, and thought he had a, a really big script and a, a story that he could use their footage to make an Americanized version, but no one wanted to take it until he finally met someone at Fox who then said, yeah, let's greenlight this uh, and go. So sense. at the time, they took the 16th season of Super Sentai, and which was their uh, themed around dinosaurs, which is why our original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers... Mm are those creations because that was their oh. already a different season because each season you have different zords and different things that kind of go around it mm. so that's well, why that we got season series yeah for super yeah. sentai so that's why that's why we got this as our iconic first look at right. what our zords are we always think that's the first well there's plenty other of the series over there that has gone before this mm-hmm. originally it was going to actually be called uh dino rangers as well but they Luckily, decided to do Power Rangers, so they can kind of throw that into every right. other season. Um, just it's not limited to yeah for for that one right. season that they were stealing. So yeah, then wow. like the second the the second one was trucks. After that, wasn't it? No. Uh, oh, after the the, the first run after Dino pro- after dinosaurs. No, it was, it was the, trucks. No, it was it? the Thunderzords, which were the most badass of them all. That was when uh, Jason thought, like after the second movie. After the oh well, movie, the second movie, trucks. yeah, they had cars, but cars. when it came to the oh, Power right. Rangers, there was, yeah, there was there was one. two seasons of, and there's always like yeah. an American wise because of how many episodes they have, so two seasons. But the original actors, yeah, went for four because then the Zords for the next season, though, they kind of all say that's, that's the Mighty they, Morphin. That's when they changed. Era. That's when they changed Red Rangers, right? Was when they changed, got the new Zords. No, not necessarily. That was halfway through the second season when okay. there was a, a contract dispute with the money, oh. and Austin St. John left with a couple others. But what you're saying is Power, yeah. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Turbo, which is then. A third that was series, turbo. that's right. But that yeah. had a different cast as well. Well, it had mm. some of the and cast that was kid. going because they kept trying to have it continuation of the previous one. You guys yeah. are nerds. So <laughs> I'm just trying to remember because I was really into it when I was a kid. I'm just trying to remember because the Thunderzords had yeah. the it had like the long sh- uh, the long dragon, dragon yeah, that could turn right. into his own, and then they all kind of formed on him. Yeah. That's the one I still want. To, I want to find that one because I had that toy when I was a kid. My brother had the the red dragon. We just I don't know where that one is. We have the Megazord downstairs, yeah. and 
Speaking of freaking toys, and I'm going way off the You are going point. way off topic. <laughs> but as I've gone off with, and we'll, yes. we'll talk about the trailer later, maybe. Why I'm not, not happy about the new uh, movie, and also kind of has to do with the last couple of years of the Power Rangers toys, is the original series, couple of them, uh, Sabin took the molds from Japan that they had for their merchandise and then brought them here and made them, a.k.a. superior quality products. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, more recently, he has used his own molds to make toys so that he has more profits over all of them in the merchandising and, and everything with that. So what do you use to make more profit? Well, less plastic. So a lot of things are more hollow. A lot of things are less bendable parts, meaning you can have it in just one mold. So wanting to get more rich off of lucrative deals on toys and everything and then taking less than suitable molds has kind of made it why the toys kind of suck the way they are. You cannot And many tell people me import from Japan. That he is rolling that they are rolling in power ranger money until they die like do they really need to be more profitable oh you're saying that sarcastically they're gonna be like yeah he's fucking rolling the first power rangers movie uh was like 16 million or 18 million budget and made like 68 million there yeah Yeah. that also was the good one through the seasons like as i was saying they didn't really know half the time what the plot was gonna be around that was also while filming for the weeks like they didn't know the script for half the shows when they're they're uh, filming them. Same thing with the the Power Rangers movie, which I still hold. They dear. did. They didn't for the movie. I figured yeah, they made they, that they, for America. No, that was the first where they one hundred percent all that footage is American footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And so even when they were writing, it was mm-hmm. shot for like six months. The head screenwriters were writing during this whole time, rewriting lines, going in a different directions. Movie? Yeah. Really? That's that's they, how weird. That is like weird. It, it very and not to get into what good unions are or not, but each of the main Power Rangers yeah. only got paid six hundred bucks a week. Oh, working six thirty a.m. to six thirty p.m. Yeah, no twelve way. hours a day. Wow, for the movie or for the show? For the show. Okay, like that is like. That's why there was a contract dispute and why half of them left then yeah. in the second season because they're kind of like, we really need to be being paid more. This is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But so I knew they already had, you know. Especially for huge... doing, like, they were they were all doing, like, you know, actual martial arts and stuff like that because, like, even though they're not doing it in the suits, they they did a lot of story stuff where they ended up using martial arts out of costume and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and that's that's what... So they all knew that stuff and... Well, all those fight scenes were yeah. mainly ad-lib, too. They had no choreographer on set, so... Yeah. They were kind of just left to do whatever. <laughs> that's dangerous. Very much so, because they yeah. also had to do their own stunts. Yeah. So a lot of times, uh, they've said where they'd catch on fire doing something dangerously. Jesus <laughs> yeah, it, it, like, really, you look at it and you're kind of like, this is why there's child labor laws and yes. why there's protections for yes. people but well that's why all those high schoolers were in their 20s anyways too yeah true yeah. yes and there's oh another fun fact for you <laughs> did you know that uh, yeah, like the, tony needs to do like a this panel just, or this something is just gonna be the power rangers episode <laughs> did you know the black ranger is missing his uh middle middle finger i did know that yeah, you I only didn't. knew it because I told you that before we started yeah. talking. I didn't, and I've seen him in real life, and I didn't notice that yeah. then. Yeah. And then the the original... So... In the what? pilot, so the original the, Yellow Ranger 
was not who you, was not the uh, Trini. It was actually a Latina that played her. Really? Yeah. So here's here's the question: If he didn't have his, we're not even talking about the comic book anymore. We've gone way off the rails. If he didn't have his middle finger. The actor mm-hmm. who played in the in the Power Rangers, I can't remember his name, but um, but so did his. What what did they do when he was in the suit? And it was the Japanese counterpart. He well, had no, all his it's, fingers. It's because no one ever noticed the scenes when they were um, in Angel Grove yeah. when they were humans that he was missing it. You yeah. can sometimes slow down the scene and you could see it, but no one ever noticed it. Until never now. called attention to because. It. In the other universe, he did have all of his fingers. It's just now right. in this universe, we all kept remembering him. Right. He had in the five. other timeline. Yeah. yeah. In the other timeline. Yeah. That's messed up. The, um, I, I, one more quick fact. Uh, I just think it's funny. I just realized this now. I got uh, Trini's autograph back when I was a kid, and she was... I can't remember if she was still on the show or she had just left or something. It was just but, after the first season. Was it at the motor show? Yeah. Auto show? At yeah. the auto show. Fuck yeah, because I went yeah. there too. <laughs> oh my God. My grandpa took me to that. <laughs> and like, and I oh. thought it was going to be really boring, and then it turned out the Yellow Ranger was going to be there. But I just want to say, like, how awesome is it that our city has changed now where we have our own con where she would be able to go and you Except. can get... But back then, it, you had to go to a motor show. <laughs> See, no. Do you you know she's dead, right? Really? No, I did not know. She that. died in a car accident <laughs> yeah. a while ago. You know what? I probably didn't know that. <laughs> I probably didn't know but that. But the and other I, yellow power, the girl that replaced her, has been to Grand Rapids Comic Con. Yeah. yeah. Um. I didn't <laughs> so know. I'm looking at Tony. I'm like. Are you sure that's we're not like a, We're like talking to are, each wait, other. Wait, 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 Are you sure she did or did she die in the other timeline? <laughs> no, she's dead. No, yeah, that's that's not one of those silly Mandela effects. <laughs> Everyone dead. that's a Power Ranger fan understands. She did. Yeah. Tony and I were talking to each other with just her eyeballs because I'm like, this is like the only thing I know about the Power Rangers. <laughs> the, Power, what, the original Yellow Power Rangers is dead. How long ago dead. was that? Oh, it, was, it was right after Around the Crow because she was in The Crow. Mm-hmm. And so that would have been 94, 95. The Crow? Yeah. She was, she one was of, in the crow. Yeah, she was one of uh, the bad guys, like henchmen. Yeah, the chick henchman that was in the crow. The only one. I think she was yeah. the only female bad guy in the whole Everybody movie. Everybody was in makeup in that, so probably. That's true. Tell. All right, so okay. I want to I want to bring it back, <laughs> back to, to the, the comic, comic book. Yes, please. By first saying though that Tommy was only supposed to be in a couple episodes, right. just like, and I've explained it uh, ad nauseum in another episode of yes. why that is for the Super Sentai footage. But they had overwhelming like fan mail that they oh, had to yes. they had to bring them back. So since <laughs> they they had the, at the time they didn't have like a Zord for him to drive or anything. So he was kind of just always there chilling in the command center until then they got the Thunder Zords and then he could become the White Ranger. Ah uh, yes. With the sword, which is in the book, yes. which is also amazing because when I bring up the Thunder Zords, if you see when they're in this alternate timeline, those Zords that they're looking at that they in have front no of clue the about, school? yeah. Those Zords are the Thunder Zords. Oh. What I'm loving about this book is that it is following a linear timeline that they haven't even got to those Zords yet because they are only with the first season, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the Dino Zords. Right. So they don't even know about the Thunder Zords yet. So when he picks up Saba, the Saber, right. he's like, what is this, a talking, talking sword? I had no idea what that was because I had never got that far into the show. Yeah, we was, barely ever 
had him talk in the show too. Like he did not. Yeah, not a lot. Yeah. This one is wordy. Yeah. That well, it's kind of. Yeah. <laughs> this one talks. I really a lot. felt like that was like. They could have done that a lot in the show, and it would have been awesome. They probably just didn't have the footage for it, but okay. so he, he finds it, and the sword calls him. Well, no, where you are jumping, man. This this is the the most awesome worst review ever because <laughs> yeah. what it was getting before I went into the whole Power Rangers TV show stick was in this this book we see that this drag black dragon uh, creature then becoming this giant Zord is like fighting them all, and they come to to think that this is a creature, a giant monster that Rita made, but then Billy finds a hatch, and then they go into it. And, and that's how so they... they're finding that it's, oh, it's a Zord, or it's, you know, piloted some other way, and that's when they find the pieces of, like, this is, like, made from the actual Dragon Zord. Right. What's going on? And you get a glimpse of this other dimension, this this person, this this mysterious figure, which we already said it's alternate timeline Tommy. Or future Tommy. Or whatever, yeah, well, yes. But his his suit is actually a cross. It looks like between the green Green Rangers and the White Rangers mm-hmm. suits, which is badass. But we will not find out what the fuck's going on until the next issue, which we already kind of knew that Boom was saying you're going to see who this new Ranger is. Yeah, but you're not going to know, right? Because no, he's clearly starting off as evil. I'm just going to throw that out there for you <laughs> listeners. He's clearly evil. He's running this derelict world. Well, this world is in. where they, they killed Zordon yeah. and... Plus they... he's all veiny and veiny people are always evil. Uh, but I want to know though, like... <laughs> what I, I hope this is a different dimension. I hope this isn't a time travel thing that they all of a sudden just fix. But I have kind of some sort of belief that it is because we've I've seen in some of the other issues talking about teamwork but then pe- a certain couple of Power Rangers have said that well if i was better if i had you know the 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 dragon coin i could be the leader and i could do better mm. but then you know in the main timeline where they've been at before getting to this alternate world they've all said no that would be bad we got to be a team so if we look at it that this is a future tommy that decides i'm going to be the right. badass one i don't know i would feel better if it's almost like a different universe a different world because we don't want to think of tommy being evil no no i just i feel though that it it in in the realm of where the Power Rangers have been in the previous couple comics, right. I don't see any turning point that would make... Because they've already seen hinted at they could turn, like turn evil, but they've always come around on the good side. So what would be a point of all of a sudden somewhere in the future, right. he just decides, oh, yeah. now I did, even though I've already said I could have at one point and not. I'm going to say, even if this isn't in their future, it is definitely in a future, because Tommy is definitely older he is getting gray his hair is white has white streaks in it in this but you ever see those movies where you see a ghost and your hair goes gray maybe yeah, you I saw really the ghost of Zordon. That's what that is. <laughs> i will say though the art is always uh on par w- with these books yeah the i love the mastodon force that they have within because it that's the only other power ranger that we've seen is a black power ranger yeah but there's multiple of them in the the black uh, suit, mm-hmm. black ranger suit. So like that a, also kind of makes me question, like, what's going on in this world? And right, I don't know. It's oh. really good. I'm happy that that. Uh, I don't know if I'm happy or not, though. I almost kind of wish it was a new person, not Instead an evil just clone, a Tommy. Because we Why have, Tommy always got to be the new guy. Because we have had in the <laughs> in the show the evil clone Tommy as well, and that didn't go well. So. 
if this does follow the 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 show, which I hope it doesn't, because it already has varied yeah. quite a bit. Make no some new lore. It, yeah. Let's let's give a shout out to the people who work on this book. It's written by Kyle Higgins. I think has been on it the whole. All of these people have been on it the whole time. They haven't changed teams yet. Uh, illustrated by Hendry Hendry. No, that's right. It sounds like I was pronouncing it wrong, but his name is Hendry. <laughs> There's a D in it. Uh, Prasetya Prasetya. That's a fun name. I'm probably saying it wrong. And the colors are by Matt Herms. And the colors in this are amazing too. The whole everything works really well together. So that helps make it a good story. All right, quick transition to something that is the easiest transition ever. You should all go watch the second trailer of the Power Rangers. <laughs> it was really good. Now Tony has a new trailer to talk about and watch every week. And it, it, it was very good up until the last two seconds. The last two seconds? Yeah. When they gave the release date? <laughs> of footage. Last two <laughs> seconds of footage. <laughs> when I'm trying were... to think of what the last two seconds was now. Megazord. Oh, yeah. oh, you didn't like that? I am not a fan of what this Megazord looks like. Now, okay, I didn't want it to be giant and clunky. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. But I still feel, and I and also for aesthetics, like look on the big screen, I can understand why they don't want one arm to be one color and the other arm to not, right. so they want it all to match. But I don't like that because... How does you have, that happen? Because when you have a giant robot Zord and all the things are different colors, right. you should be able to pick out that is this and that is that. Right. So I'm still... Did they even show both sides? I thought like half of his body... Well, you can already look by... at the, the shitty toys that I've bitched about oh, before, too. I mean, but the toys... Like, some of the toys have not looked like... Like, the putty toys did not look like these putties. Yeah, they did. The... The, well, they look kind of they look, bulky in that movie, but they, they look, had rebar in it because that's why she makes them is from yeah, pretty I don't much the ground. Yeah, I remember those putties having rebar from the pictures I saw, but maybe... There was little... You could see like kind of in the stomach of them, yeah. but they look kind of like they're made out of concrete, which they were. Mm. Those look badass, by the way, though. I'm in kind the of, trailer, yeah, they yeah, look like, really badass. They're not the little... <laughs> that's what I was worried about, too, is like what they were... how Because the, the, you could really screw that up. Yeah. No, these look like tough... Yeah, I think like they did a really opponents. good. Yeah, do not like Alpha Five either. No. Yeah, I like Bill Hader as Alpha. But he, I just like Bill Hader. He just it it. That is the one thing where that could have had a little comic relief, or even, I mean, make it a little bit more. He looks like a giant like, ET fat bellied like long arm like alien with just a saucer head instead of the ET head like. Yeah. I don't know. I did just I, it. Didn't like it. You didn't you know. like the fact that it's not a little person in a suit now. I didn't even care was, about that. I don't even know if it was a little person in this suit before. Like, I think it was just a short person. Yeah. You know, or a kid in the suit. I don't know before. that kids are allowed to be in things like that in movies. <laughs> Maybe in <laughs> Japan, I guess. Well, hey, well this, this what was, you're talking about TV shows <laughs> where they only paid the actor 600 yeah, yeah. and then they worked them overtime yeah, and caught them on fire? That's fair. So, yeah. <laughs> it was probably Saban's kid. <laughs> the, um, um, the. Well, I, well, I was just going to say, I, I really dug that trailer because, like, I feel like every time I see more stuff from this movie, it makes it look even more, even better, even very more better. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, I, just from all the DC movies lately, I feel like they can really just polish a turret enough to, for two and a half minutes, you know. Oh, you're like, saying that just because really, the trailer's really yeah, good doesn't mean they the movie. They couldn't make... 
just a really good trailer. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, but... And I am, I am intrigued with the whole Goldar thing, because... The giant Goldar. Yeah, yeah. But then again, too, though, I hope that, it, like, out of... Like, that he's not just made of gold. I hope that at some point, like, show his kind of monkey right. face, because although it's cheesy as hell to look at those suits nowadays, and yeah. be like, that doesn't look like a real scary thing. No. At least in the comic books, Goldar is being badass. He's in love with Rita, and he's actually... For his own purposes, he he let Billy go in a uh, couple issues back because it would help him in the long run of coming on to Rita's side again right. by getting rid of uh, Lord Dakin. So you see his motivation in what he is in the comic books. I'm like, he's a lot more badass than the bumbling idiot in the TV right. show, but he still looked badass, like fucking gold monkey yeah. dude. Yeah. This one looks like it could be similar but that's when I also started thinking, though, is this new Zord, does it copy its opponents? Because it almost looked almost the same as Goldar that they're fighting. Wings, sl- sleeker type body. Mm-hmm. So That would be an interesting development to be able to change the makeup of the Zord so that it can better match whatever opponent it's fighting. And you know what? And then I'd be totally fucking fine with what it looks like as long as I see my original... <laughs> boxy looking and they go this is we need to sleek this down or lose some pounds and then it just like yeah that's funny uh so zordon was in this trailer yes what do we what are our opinions on josh loves brian cranston i do he's got a man crush on here's the thing too though it is man boner for him (laughs) as they've said it's like uh not really even the command center they well they keep saying a spaceship yeah so if it is a spaceship or something also interesting if if that's the realm that they're going into yeah i like that yeah. But I like, yeah, the the wall. Like, that yeah. was kind of... Better than a big head in a tube. Yeah. Yeah. Because even then, when he was a big head in the tube, he was stuck in a time stream portal, and that was the only way that he could ever mm-hmm. get a hold of anyone is through this magic tube. Right. And he has more mobility now. Like, he can go all over that wall. You know, he's <laughs> not just right there. He's in three days. Yeah. No, I, I dug that. I like the... Like you were saying, the fact that it's an underground spaceship and not just this... I always thought it was so weird. Like, how does nobody notice that giant mountain on that... Or that giant building on that mountain? Camouflage. Was that what it was? was They could just hide it, yeah. No one could see it except Mm. for people that knew they were This is the greatest Jedi mind trick ever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There is no building here. I just... I really hope that at some point... They make because it's one of those tongue in cheek things that I'm okay with when they make sometimes in even serious movies. Mm. If they kind of do like, God, those teenagers have attitude or something, or because that was the big thing. I need five teenagers with attitude. Ah, yeah. Well, and, they and, all, which we always know. says like, why? Why did you need five teenagers with attitude? And many people have speculated the power grid or the morphing grid is based on emotion mm. and that's the only way to access the power so having angsty teens right. is somehow the best for people using the morphers I can kind of see that theory I, I, but that's not the realm that they're going with this movie we, even though they have a breakfast club vibe they t- I was going to say we totally know they have attitude because they're all in detention on a Saturday yeah. they had to get there somewhere right somehow they had to get there somehow yeah. is, somehow not is, somewhere right <laughs> Yes. They they Words. did have to get there somewhere too. <laughs> <laughs> they had to get there somehow. So they you know, they're either angsty or angry. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. But 
yeah. feel like it's probably going to come up in that movie. They'll at least tip the give a tip of the hat to it. I hope so. That's the stupid. That would be the dumbest thing they they could do is not make any sort of references to the original mm-hmm. content. Yeah. But. All right. Well, I'm going to quick say another book that I read. Oh. Because we've spent a good majority of our, our podcast talking about alternate timelines and Power Rangers. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I want to kind of spice it up a bit with WWE number one. Ah. Wait, I haven't. I don't think I've. Is this a wrestling yes. comic book? Mm-hmm. We read the. Um, I don't even. It was just a, like a prequel issue. Yeah, yeah. It was like their zero issue yeah. to kind of see, and that was. It was interesting because it. Have you do you watch wrestling? No, no. he does not. Okay, well, I mean, like I watched. I feel some like he when knows less about wrestling than I do. Pro- well, yeah. That's okay. for sure. <laughs> well, Lynn's learned a lot when we talked about it then. Because <laughs> yeah. that was the book that I made you review then, too. Yeah. So it's kind well, of yes, funny I made you review. Well, yes, he forced me to read it yeah. because he wanted to get an opinion of somebody who didn't know about wrestling. And then he was super disappointed because I actually know more about wrestling than he thought I did. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I know Hulk Hogan, it's the nuts. Slim Jim guy, and Mr. T. The Slim Jim guy? Yeah. <laughs> Randy Savage? Macho Man. Yeah. 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 Macho Man. Mr. T? Mr. T. Well, he's, was, no. Was he no. not a wrestler? I no. thought he was a wrestler. He was on the A team. And he was in Rocky. Yeah, but I yeah. thought before all that he was a wrestler. No. no. He's just flamboyant. Mm. I could see where you would be mistaken on that. Yeah. He looks like he could be a wrestler. So, getting into the realm <laughs> of comic books with wrestling, the the first issue, like the zero issue that they had, mm-hmm. had this main storyline going with uh, Seth Rollins, and this picks up with that. But in that first initial issue, too, they had a lot of, like, small one because it was like a 50 page comic yeah. book it was pretty thick so it had a lot of these other uh small stories of other characters and one in which they're following the new day who had a time traveling machine day? yep and they went back into dinosaur time where they found a neanderthal rick flair fighting a t-rex yes. so this book actually has two stories and i do like more and more when there's comic books that have the main focus story, but they have kind of like a fun... They, comics used to do that so much back oh, in the I know. day. Well, that's what the first appearance of Thanos was in Logan's Run number five. Yeah. And it's like, that's really weird. Yeah. And it was a really weird co- story too, but I bought it because I love Thanos. Anyways, <laughs> side tangent. So this, I wish you did like wrestling and I do wish Derek was here because explaining it would mean so much more to someone that has watched wrestling especially for me who where this takes place a couple years ago i wasn't watching wrestling so this is kind of a new story for me even though it's already been played out the seth rollins one yeah Yeah. and the authority and with uh, um the shield when seth rollins leaves the shield to be the heel because him but it's all real right like just like wrestling it's all yeah real. it's all picture it's all real pictures yeah it's all real but without saying wrestling's real because <laughs> of uh not wanting to like you know break the fourth wall this this book kind of does though in it in which case they show the back backstage of the mm-hmm. wrestling matches they're watching what was just played on the replay and they're almost like they're in the character even so much so throughout this that I'm trying to find out where this fits. And at first I was totally like, this is going to be dumb, especially for people that have seen this story uh, already played out on TV. But what you may not have seen is some of the behind the scenes, which is interesting. It gives them a better 
idea of that character. Also, we have to remember, though, their characters, they're playing characters, and it's not their real persona, where in this book universe it is. So when you can suspend the disbelief of what you know on TV and you kind of know the characters from there, you can really enjoy this book a lot further just knowing that these are real characters within the book. Their stage characters extend into their real lives. Stage characters. Because throughout this, in the first issue when one of the characters, Dean Ambrose, was talking about wanting his potato salad up on their grilling. Yeah, that was funny. And that gets played out in here multiple times (laughs) because he wants it. Or Dean Ambrose, like, now that Seth broke off from the, um, the shield, Dean keeps, like, hitting him at every single turn. Keeps coming out and, like, just... Is pouring a drink over him. And, he's doing the lunatic fringe thing. Yes, yeah. but doing it like behind the scenes mm-hmm. because the, the main focus of this is he wins money in the bank and you see Triple H saying, you know, you're going to be able to cash it in sometime. That's that's when you get to then challenge the main uh, venter who has the, the championship belt and take it off, which at this time was um, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. This is a very heartfelt book, he's though. Thick. As as when you're trying to see, like, okay, everything is fake. Everything, you know, it's all scripted. But this book is kind of saying sometimes it's not. It's showing the behind-the-scenes stuff of of him saying, you know, to Triple H, like, I, I want my shot. Can I get it now? And just got to work a little bit harder. So then it goes through spring, and he's working harder. And now's my shot. You know, can I cash it in? Nope, we just got to, you know, we just got to do one more. How about you fight this person? And you see him win. And then summer, and then he's, you know, swimming in a pool, and Dean Ambrose jumps out and power bombs him in the pool, does this, you know, spot. because that's just to break up the whole tension throughout this, because that's Dean's character. Yeah, he's and cray, it's also cray. sad mm. when you see the in the mind of Seth of, he left this, this brotherhood, and he's like, who needs that, you know, who needs potato salad when I'm doing this for me because I want to be the best and I want to get my shot. Right. And then you see the next scene of him saying, so is this the time? And Triple H then still goes on to saying, you know, just just a little bit more, you know, just one more person that you have to take on first. And you also see uh, Seth's uh, fan that he always had, uh, Shawn Michaels, tell him, you know, sometimes you just got to take your risks and just do your thing. So whether this really happened this WrestleMania or not, because I'm not sure on the actual wrestling at this time where the story takes place because I wasn't watching it then, and I do want to research it if it played out as they're portraying it in the comic. Because if it goes off in a different direction in the comic, well, this is the comic book universe. But you see him when uh, Roman Reigns is fighting um, Brock Lesnar for the championship, and they're both unconscious. Seth goes in with the money in the bank, gives it to the ref, He's challenging the winner, and then all of a sudden, like, beats uh, Roman Reigns for the champion because he was already down. Yeah, right. I so, think that actually did happen at WrestleMania. Okay, that's then. It, this is totally taken that with a side of back backroom banter. I just remember Dirk Manning being really upset about it. I think. But what was? <laughs> but what was crazy? Well, and I can believe that too because they keep pushing all these yeah. people. You see Triple H pretty much pin him up. By his throat against the wall. If you uh, ever fucking do that, well, he was wearing it. He was naughty, and he yeah, he's like to do that, that was yeah. If you ever do that again, naughty. But now, now is the time to make you the champion yeah. or something. And they kind of just go off together, almost like he gave him a smirk too of like that was ballsy. But I didn't say you could do that. Right. If you ever do this, Sounds I'll like kill a you. Triple H thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, 
whether that happened or not either, and I'm just like reading this for the first time. I hope time. that actually did happen, actually, because that would explain why the storyline that followed was so shitty. <laughs> but I would almost think that you'd be fired if yeah. you truly did that. Right. But then again, I do know that sometimes they Go off do script. things, yeah. and that's when I love it the most because then I'm surprised. Right. So I am still intrigued, and I was made more intrigued than I thought I would be. Oh. If they ever catch up to nowadays and they're retelling stories that I've seen already, uh, maybe I'll be like, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm bored with this now. But I would highly recommend, even if people did watch this match and stuff, just for the background, and I just love the way they keep writing Dean as, as being <laughs> the crazy balloon. boy. Yeah, and what he's doing. And the, the they do a new day. That's what I was yes. going to say. So the new day is actually even one of the, the best things that I've read because they time-traveled to fix w- what was once went wrong, or I don't even know booty. the reason why. The, the booty moments yep. in history. What I love the most about this is <laughs> the T-Rex is trying, kind of winning against the Ric Flair Neanderthal, and, and he, the the standing Ric uh, Flair only says Ugg, and then there's the little like star there for translation. Woo! If you want to be a man, then you got to beat the man. Woo! <laughs> and then another spot in it, after they helped him beat the the t-rex ugh and then translation thanks those ear pleasures were exactly what this styling profiling pterodactyl flying stego riding son of a of a giant needed Woo! <laughs> all from ugh and it's that sort of thing that i'm like this is kind of a more comical right plus yeah they don't really do time travel within no the w- <laughs> WWE universe. i would maybe watch it if they did time travel in their stories. That would be. But, but New Day always being. Should. Why wouldn't they? New Day always being positive, and one of the panels yes. then. This was only like four panels long. Was then kind of like, uh, they started like kind of yelling at each other, and they're like, "That's not. That's you're kind of being booty." <laughs> and then they go, "Sorry, friends. I was just like trying to prepare us for our next destination, the Attitude Era." Oh. Which you know every shit. wrestling fan is kind of like, so what are they going to do there? That's just a fun story. I highly recommend yeah. this, yeah. and I'm surprised that I would think so highly of it. But you got to remember, though, too, um, who is it? Uh, Dennis Hopeless is writing it, so he is just killer in in his story. So him, and I don't even know how big of a fan he is, but he obviously has to know some of the, right. the main material and what he's you know weaving in here. And artwork is really good too. Serge Acuna. Um, did the the art and illustrations so nice and then Ross uh, Thibodeau Thibodeau and Rob Gullery did the New Day Thibodeau story Thibodeau Thibodeau that's my book cool so I got something you do I well sort of did it's, you read a book no oh are we only doing reading books right no, now no um I have a book to review though but do you have news well yeah I was just gonna bring up the cable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's the, talk about Cable. Cause, uh, and Pierce Brosnan. What, what, the AT is better than Time Warner? Or... <laughs> yeah. <I'm laughs> I really think we need to talk what, what's about What's your cable provider? <laughs> <laughs> I use satellite. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I just use antenna. Um, no, the uh, so rumors heavily are floating that um, 
Pierce Brosnan is going to be Cable for the Deadpool <laughs> 2. Yeah, and that seems Boo! to be the consensus. The thing is, though, is rumors are rumors, and we there's... can't always take the first sign of rumors. a rumor as truth. Except that there's a photo of Hugh Laurie, or Hugh Laurie. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> I was going to say Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh, Jackman. Hugh uh, Laurie. Hugh, Hugh Grant. Hugh, <laughs> yeah. Hugh Mungus. One of those <laughs> guys. Yeah, it was Hugh Jackman um, with uh, Pierce Bronson and Pierce Ryan Reynolds. Pierce Bronson and Ryan. Yeah, them. <laughs> and so it was a pretty, it was a pretty obvious tip. And you can, you can kind of see it. You can kind of see Pierce Brosnan in that role, I, specifically because no. he has gray hair. But he's and not big. He's not like, built like it. Built, he's not like built like it, and he's not. I feel like Cable is young, too. I mean, no. he's got white hair, and I'm not saying like super young, but he's younger than Pierce Brosnan is. I mean, yeah, Pierce but Brosnan Pierce, has got to be in his seventies. But Pierce now. also looks. He looks really good fucking, for his age. Yeah, and he looks too good yeah. to be playing true the Cable. Yeah, you need to have a uh, grizzly uh, person like. Um, Fuck! What? Why can't I think of his name? Um, no. no uh, uh, fuck! Why am oh, I? Oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan? No. No, you no. don't think so? I thought you. No. Well, Hellboy. Yeah. Um, oh, he's also on this um, list. No. Who, who the fuck? Why it was can't I? Ron Perlman. Ron yes. Perlman. Yes. Yeah. I he's feel also so on this terrible. list. I know. I'm like I'm blanking on a name. You know who would be awesome? Going back to wrestling, I don't know if he can act, but Kevin Nash totally looks like Cable now. Have you Does seen? He really? Oh my God! Here, I, I will. This, I mean, nobody will be able to see this. Well, but show you. me afterwards, but I will just like, totally. Holy fuck! Yeah, he yeah. could. He could totally do that. I, yeah. I he's. Yeah. I contend another there. another one that um was on this list that I was looking at of like six people who would be good for Jeffrey Morgan besides Mel Gibson, which was on the list, and I was like, yeah, too crazy. Um. Ron Perlman and who was the first one? Stephen Lang, that's his name. He was the guy from Avatar. Yeah, that's actually probably the best. He he looks pretty good. Oh yeah, I could see that. He's he is, the he does kind of have a small guy. build, from what I recall, but yeah. I don't know that. that I think the hair and just the grizzly yeah. face. That's what I think yeah. most. Pierce has too pretty of a face. He is very pretty. You need to have a grizzled face. Now one could argue right. that you could change that very easily with makeup. Makeup and growing out some, but you don't when you don't need to do fake shit to make yeah. someone look real, and yeah. you can have someone look real. I've so I've seen Pierce Brosnan play like a villainous type, but usually he's like a like a spy or like a counter spy or something like that. He's always been very like his roles have always been kind of classy. Here's the thing too, though I've never seen him in any type of uh, character where he doesn't have a British accent, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I don't think he does an American accent. And you can't have Cable be a British dude. Can't you? Was he American? Like he, do was, we, he was Gene and Scott's kid. Gene and so. Scott's, Gene Scott's kid. kid. Do we know well, he was... Te- was it technically he was Gene or Scott's and... But they sent him into the future. Yeah. But they sent him into the future. If I remember so all the my future, lore future time lords are Brits. So then, yeah, yeah. I guess that works. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just they sent him into the future. Did they send him to America in the future? Like, I'm wondering well, if they left themselves. The future a that he here. was in was very like apocalyptic. So, yeah. um, and that so that's almost American. as if there was a person <laughs> with that yeah. name that ruled. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. I so boo. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. 
Um, I like I could see them pulling. Yay, it out. Ron Perlman. That's my yeah. vote, Ron Perlman. I still don't see Ron Perlman oh being Cable. Oh my god! Like because, because here's why I say that because his attitude is perfect. Because in the Deadpool and Cable yeah. run, he Cable was very mess- messianic. And I just don't get that from Ron Perlman. Messianic? Messianic. Yeah, he built the whole city. Yeah. The, the floating... Was it flo- wasn't it a floating yeah, city was, that yeah. was like... Where he brought... He was making the perfect society. And he... So he was the like whole a messiah. Thing, yeah. Like the whole almost, thing, I get like, what the word messianic, messianic means. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wasn't where I was No, no, no. But, the, but, but what it, that's... That's why I'm saying the character was going. I just for thought messianic. it was funny that Josh thinks our listeners know what messianic oh, yeah. means. It means to be like the Messiah, almost like the the bringer of of like a future, as if yeah, the savior Hellboy, of the world. Because Ron Perlman could possibly be making Hellboy three. Let's yes. not hold our breath. Yeah, but. It, it's been set. He wants to do it ad nauseum. He's said it multiple times. Right. Until about four months ago, he finally said that it's probably not going to happen. Right. And it he was sad news. Hellboy or Cable? Hellboy. Hellboy. No, we okay. switched. We switched. Uh, he transitioned very smoothly. So yeah. smoothly, you didn't even know that it happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that he just thought that it was probably not going to ever work out. Um, mainly because Del Toro is so busy right now that he would be the one that would need to helmet and he has pretty much said that he doesn't want to he's got pacific rim too um he's got a couple other projects in the works that to make hellboy 3 it would also push it out way far out or when's he gonna have time to do this and so he's not getting any younger yeah and, no <laughs> and i do know that uh uh mike manola wants to do it as well but it's mainly could Del Toro. Well, Del Toro, Guillermo Del Toro went to Twitter the other day and just did an informal poll just to see how many votes they can get in 24 hours. And it just clearly said Hellboy 3. Yes or hell yes. Which kind of, and he then uh, said more of if this gets over 100,000 votes, he will sit down with Ron Perlman and Mike to talk about, you know... Do a third one. Do a third one. That is, like, very... Why would you ever get the fan base so rabid by doing something like that unless you are planning on doing something like that? Because you secretly talk, and then if nothing comes out, no one's going to be pissed off at you. There could be rumors of you guys talk, but... You, we're maybe, just having crumpets and biscuits. Maybe but. he's trying to drum up some financial support with that too. Like he's getting people riled up, but I think in order the, to try and convince people to pay him more I to think do he, the project or something. That could be true too. But I think there's certain. I have learned a lot in the last couple of weeks too of just my idiot searching online of the needing. The, well, we talked about with the insurances for um, the movie stars and yes. everything. And how certain people need those backings just in case movies can be made or not made. But who gives those finances to movies? I think Del Toro is at the point where if he says he wants to do something, though, it could get done. He's yeah, going to have no problem. Yeah. Um, I think Ron Perlman isn't at that as- that point. No, he keeps doing movies Ar- with Nicolas Cage. I know. Well, but yeah, <laughs> Nicolas Cage. No. RDJ, like Robert Downey Jr., he could say anything how he could retire from movies and just spend his money. He could self-make movies with how much money he's made uh, from these Marvel films. And there's other certain big ones. Tom Cruise could say, I want to do this, and he's going to get backings. 
So well, I don't he necessarily gave the Church of Scientology all his oh. money. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about them; they'll sue us. That's true. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm they very need our money. <laughs> so going to Jokes your on them. <laughs> <laughs> from your from your previous uh, talking point about the Pierce Bronson thing, and yeah. that was tweeted out. That to me, we could be. Wild rumors flying, and mm-hmm. who knows? He could be playing something in the movie. If, uh, if it is, not, if it is wild rumors, though, it's coming from them. You know, it's coming from Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. I mean, they took that photo. Well, yeah, they, but they just yeah. took a photo, and people started saying, "Oh, who this could is, he be? Yeah, who could be yeah. Cable?" They didn't say that. This is flat out him saying, "Hellboy three, yes or hell yeah. yes." Like, not even a no option there. Oh, I see. What you're so, saying. I see. What you're so saying. he's kind of I pretty much that. saying. Yeah, I'm gonna have this talk with them. Yeah, so obviously they're having we're, a talk. We are talking about it. Yeah, in which case they've said. I would they, imagine that that they met that goal. I can't. Oh yeah, they did within yeah. like uh, I think a couple hours. That right. There's that many people retweeting Those it. Were and, amazing. They were so good. Yeah. I mean, I don't even care if they were true to the source material or not because I don't really. I didn't read Hellboy. And I haven't read Hellboy since, so I don't know how closely they tie to the actual comic book. But those movies were awesome. I don't remember them. No? Oh my I, gosh. I did, I did not get into them back then. I probably would like them now. They're if I looked so at, good. I them again. They're so good. They're so good. So yeah. fucking good. I, <laughs> been I can't remember why I didn't like them. But you were stupid back then, and now it's, you're smart. It's <laughs> actually not inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I'm going to talk about my comic book now. No, I'm... I have a, something else. No, so. I fuck you. <laughs> Did you say no, I fuck you? I was going to say no, I. I, well, I was actually <laughs> just going to say, Josh, what's booze in the book? We're, we're yeah. going to close this down. All right. Do we have? Do we? Have, do I have time to talk about? Hey, this? it's our podcast. We can go for four hours if we want. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I still have a shit ton more Power Rangers I can talk about. <laughs> yeah. I picked up curse words this week, which is no. You've always said fucking shit and damn before. You just <laughs> yeah. picked them up. I picked up new curse words this week. Like. <laughs> Waiting. <laughs> I like, can't say them on the podcast. I know, They're I too really, new. I've got it. <laughs> Um, so this is a comic book called Curse Words. Okay. Uh, it is written by Charles Soule and drawn by Ryan Brown, who is amazing, and I'm so glad that he is drawing on this because I loved God Hates Astronauts, and I was super sad when it ended. So, um, <clears throat> so this book, the pairing of Charles Soule and Ryan Brown, I'm so happy that it happened because Charles Soule... He is so funny in this. His writing is amazing. It's witty, and it's punny, and it's crass all at the same time. Hard to do. And Ryan Brown's art is exactly like that as well in everything that he does. Um, So this book is about a wizard who comes to Earth or our dimension or however it is. He's not from here. Um, With the idea that he's going to destroy our world. Like and a koala. That's his, shut up, that's his oh. goal. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's his goal. And it takes, like, he has to keep getting things for this epic potion that he's making that's going to destroy the world. And there's all this time in between when he has to let it cook, or what, essentially. So while it's cooking, well, it's like he's making meth. While it's cooking, 
he goes on and experiences the world, and he eats hot dogs and goes to parks and generally enjoys himself. So he comes to the point where he's supposed to destroy the world, and he just decides not to, that he's going to stay in the world and just be an awesome wizard who helps people for monetary gain, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so he cuts his... Because when he comes, he kind of looks like Alan Moore. <laughs> 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 but... Um, when he decides to stay, he goes and he gets, like, new suits, and he cuts his hair, so he's got this really, like, hipster-type hairdo, but he can't cut his beard, because that must be the source of his power or something, because mm. the girl tries to cut it, and she gets zapped. Um, so he's got this hipster hairdo and this really long, white wizard beard. He's like Hipster Santa. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. He looks exactly like Hipster yeah. Santa. <laughs> yeah. um, his name is Wizard, which is awesome. <laughs> like it's W I Z O R D, wizard. Oh, so it's like it's not word? Wiz slash or yeah. it's okay. it's Wizard. His okay. name is Wizard. Yes. It's all one name. Yes. Yeah. And he has a little rat that he had sent to Earth to like scout for him before he got there. And when he got back and decided to stay, he turned the rat into a koala because the rat was tired of being a rat and wanted to be something cuter. And it was funny because it, it literally, like, the rat literally got online to the website cuteanimals.com and just yeah. picked an animal out for him to turn it into. Has anybody <laughs> has anybody checked to see if that's a legit website nope. yet? Nope. <laughs> um, but the comic book starts with Wizard meeting with what I'm assuming is, a like, a pop star type guy. He's done, he's, it seems like he's done everything and gotten everything that he wants out of life. Now he wants to be platinum like that's what he wants to be he just wants to be turned into platinum he's made platinum albums now he wants to be platinum himself so that's how you know you made it yeah so he turns him into platinum um and after he does like is solid platinum like so So he looks like silver surfer but he can move though like okay so not like okay he can move however he very quickly realizes that he cannot feel anything like, he literally has no sensation in his body at all, which is kind of funny. That's the first curse word he said is, fuck. <laughs> yeah. There's actually no curse words in this book. Oh, a lying book. And <laughs> <laughs> it has to do with curses, because he's a wizard. Oh, yes. yeah. that's what. <laughs> um, and then after the whole platinum thing happens, he gets, wizard gets attacked by another wizard. Named Cornwall. Um, so there's an epic wizard battle in the first issue. It's awesome. But in between, at the start of the, the wizard battle... It looks like pretty early in the book there's an epic yeah. wizard battle. It starts it's very... Not, well, it it's starts... It's just in the first book. It's early in the it book, It starts, too. and then it stops. It doesn't stop, but, like, you go back to when he first got here, and that's when you learn the backstory. Oh, like a of, flashback. Yeah, of why he got here and why he decided to stay, and when he turned his rat into a koala and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um... <clears throat> So, you go through that, he decides to stay, and... Was he sleeping with Storm there? That's a female wizard. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the dimension he comes from is just full of evil wizards. So... I feel almost like a Rick and Morty vibe with this book. Like, <laughs> well, it's really a- that's that that's pretty fair for Ryan Brown. Yeah, least, I, yeah, you know? and that's just, yeah, yeah. It makes sense that that would be the kind of project he would work on. Yes, of course, that's amazing. Um, it, it, towards the end, when you get towards the end of, like, the, um, 
the origin before you get back into the wizard battle. They show like people on social media talking about, you know, the wizard and his fan his fans that are popping up and stuff. And there's this one fervent fan who's Team Margaret. Margaret's the koala slash former rat. And like every single post is like hashtag Team Margaret. Was Margaret there? Did you see Margaret? Oh my god, I love Margaret. And it's like she's not even in this part of the book. Those are just the tweets that are like posted throughout the entire there's like 20 of them hmm. on these two pages and they're all about team margaret which i thought was kind of funny but anyway <laughs> so you get I, back just out of curiosity is is margaret like is that does she's like does a familiar the, yeah but does she t- they're talking throughout the book like yeah they, they communicate mm-hmm. with each other throughout but the book. they talk in um wizard wizardies they call it uh lang Langua, lang magic, or something like that. Langua magic. Lang magic. Lang lang mystique. That's what it's called. Lang mystique. And they tell you because they tell you right. They put little asterisks around it when they're talking in a different language, so that you know that he's not speaking in English. Because there's this whole scene when he first goes into a store and he can't understand what anybody's saying, and he kind of goes crazy in the store. But the book ends with the end of the epic wizard battle. He defeats his foe in the middle of a stadium. Everyone sees him kill this guy, and he freaks out. And spoilers, he kills, like, he evaporates the entire stadium. Ah, uh, that's oh. reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> so is he going to be a good wizard, or is this going to go back to being an evil wizard? Ah, I don't know. Maybe he's cursed to try to be good, <laughs> and that's why everything's going on. That's the secret. Do you know that he vaporized them, or did he just send them to another timeline? Uh, I guess that could be a possibility, but he kind of just stood there and everybody was looking at him and he was like, oh, fuck. Oh, so there is swearing in this. Is there? Did he actually say that? Yeah. And then they're gone. The entire stadium is gone around him. Maybe that's his magic word for (laughs) making people go away. Yeah, that's the Every time he says fuck, in which case... I would be destroying half of the Oh, population. God, are you kidding me? Yeah. There, no, This world would not exist anymore if that was... <laughs> but pick it up. It is amazing. It's funny. It's and really beautiful artwork. It is. It's just... It's just great. I'm not going to ask you if you have booze in a book. I know you do, so just shout it out. Uh, I read Monsters Unleashed this week. Very good, actually. I was did not have high expectations... Which monsters got unleashed? It's a it's a bunch of monsters I've never seen before. Okay, so they're all like three-eyed, four-eyed monster type. Yes. Um, There's this kid who you see drawing at the beginning, and you're like, okay, weird. And then you get to the end, and you realize he's creating these. Yeah, so it's like a mutant power or inhuman power something. or something. He's the, he's the mon- I can't remember what they call him. He's like the monster master, event, essentially. Okay. So that's kind of cool. He calls them to Earth, and they the whole book is just heroes fighting these monsters. That's okay. most of the book, is just these epic battles of them trying to figure out where the fuck they came from and how are they going to kill them all. And these are like our normal superheroes? So yes. like this is like in yep. uh, New York? Mm-hmm. So it's, it, and there's their teams all over, so like you get the Avengers in New York, and then you get like the young Avengers, and you get like the, the X-Men, and everybody. And they're all just like, hey, remember when we were fighting in the Civil War? <laughs> Let's like, all we, work together now. Yeah, we're not even having like a little phase period before this next event. Event fatigue. Fuck, man. But this I'm one glad- looks like it's going to be a little bit different because I, I feel like this is going to be more more fun. 
and definitely not a normal type event because of all these monsters. Okay, well, yeah, and maybe then too, this is one of those things where it's it's not one of those giant crossover like everything matters events. It's back into the day of like a here's a small thing that happened last week or a right. couple months ago. I just think that they should have spaced this a little bit then right after last, was it last week even, Civil War? Maybe it was two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago? So you think almost like continuity-wise this would come right up. Just, you know, forget that continuity, that just happened. Right. Just look at for this for what it is. It's an average day in the life of a superhero and monsters are... Yes. Do, um, I, I don't even think that it's tied into what has happened. It's its own separate, mm-hmm. nice little neat event, which is going to be... Probably a breath of fresh air. Yeah. So, um, we're pairing it with uh, Absolute Monster, because this book was absolutely full of monsters. Um, <laughs> which is, it's, it's real easy. It's just Absolute Vanilla Vodka and Monster Energy Drink. So, and oh, and ice. Ice, and then you blend it. In a blender, so it's frozen, like a frozen drink. Until it's slush. Mm, slushy. So yeah, there you go. Monsters, monsters. It's gonna get energy drink and alcohol always gets me hyped up, and sometimes I see things so <laughs> <laughs> like monsters. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. There you go. All right. Well, then, since you've talked about the last two subjects, do you got any wise words to leave everyone with this week? No. <laughs> Ducking cover. When it happens. Tuck and roll. (laughs) Stay thirsty for a different ending. (laughs) 